This is a HeadGum Podcast. It's that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. With Craig Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of, a, a bunch, oh God, this is going to be an awful episode. <laughs> a bunch of other crap. Uh, today, my episode is, uh, my episode, my guest <laughs> is a human. That's yep. how she wanted me to introduce her. It's Allison Rich. Welcome. Hi, guys. Slash Craig. How are you? I'm great. I am... Um... I'm a little amped up, um, just recently down to two ounces of coffee, but I... Uh, yeah, you're not that deep into the I know, cup of coffee. but I'm just feeling it. Um, I think it's because it's like a strong... Do you ever go to Stamp yes, Foods Yes, but or I haven't had the... Co- oh, that's Stumptown Coffee. Oh, sure. Maybe that's why I'm like, I really yeah. feel it right now. Yeah, and I think I, I, I've had bad experiences with Stumptown being yeah. like like su- super intense yes immediately attacks that colon uh-huh gets up but you know that's how i like to start the day you taking like... a two huge shits yeah of course you want one and then another one real Sneak soon attack. after yeah exactly <laughs> um did you have breakfast i had this hor- this thing called like an oat bar that was at stamp foods is cool i'm not yeah. trying to hate on it but uh it was either like getting an omelet or any number of like weird vegan bars. Right. So I just went for the this oat bar thing that tasted like lightly sugared carpet. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I like kept eating it even though I was like, I hate this. And I bet it wasn't cheap. No, it was like four dollars for like you know half a bar or something. But you feel great. Feel great. Feel on top of the world. <laughs> um, so. That's a great way to start. I'm feeling I had I had a bowl of kashi. If you okay, want to which kashi which go, version of kashi golin? Yes, and with almond milk. Okay, see, I hate almond milk. Really? I think it tastes like disgusting. I honestly haven't had it in so long that I can't even remember wow. what the taste is. Soy milk, I'm all about it, even though people are like it. It gives you too much estrogen or something. Oh, okay, but honestly, I can't get womanly enough. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, almond milk. I'd rather I will. At Stamp, they all, they didn't they had almond milk or like cream or coconut, and I was like, right. go full cream, put ice cream in there yeah. over almond milk. Oh, I'd love some ice cream right now. Please. Early <laughs> in the day, and that would be another bathroom attack. Do you ever think about how it's like we are adults, so we can just go have ice cream right now? I know, I, but it's I wish I could, but well, you know what? I recently I was lactose intolerant, and now I've um, overcome that battle. You can lactose. overcome that. I don't know. Somehow it just happened. Huh. Well, it's sort of like you can get allergies later in life, so maybe it's the opposite. And I did. I'm now. I was allergic to apples for a while, and now I'm not. Whoa! Yeah, I'm oh such a lame. What? A, yeah, you're like a very like, lame superhero yeah. or something. Yeah. Allergic to apples. So annoying. Apples are great. I in high school, like many teen girls, had like lots of weird dieting phases, and there were like months where I was like mainly consuming apples this is that's too serious of a right. subject matter to talk about but it is my immediate association with so apples. You, but now when you eat apples do you go back to high school like are you no i i only have like good associations with that like i always think about if you know i was like had to be on a desert island or something could only have five foods as if that's something that yeah. people ask you all the time. But apples which, is always in my top five. <laughs> which five foods would you bring to? Well, I just know that it's like apples, cheese, and chocolate are definitely top three. And then the other two, 
miscellaneous. You know, yeah. What about you? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, my go-to would be, like, in my head, it's still, like, the fifth grade thing of, like, pizza. But, pizza but for I, sure. But I haven't had pizza in, like, a year. Yeah. And I, like, I went back to New York last week, and I could have had pizza at any time. And, right. But I just didn't, like, yeah. I don't know what foods I like anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I'm Craig. I'm a loser. I should Wait, think about it. Um... There's a dog coming ah! in. Guys, My, a dog just entered the premises. A dog just walked in by himself into our apartment. A little independent dog. <laughs> um, so, and isn't he cute? So cute. His, his name is Frank. Hi, um, buddy. Maybe we should put him in the office. Oh, sorry. No. Nope. <laughs> he's, okay, he's. We just made out, <laughs> me and this dog. Hi, buddy. All right, Bye. <laughs> bye, um, bye. So why don't we? What episode of TV did you s- decide? To I watch brought um, Intervention, season three, episode fifteen, Kaylee. Um, it's called Kaylee, and I assume that's the name of the um, person. Yes, and her name addict. is spelled C A Y L E E. Okay. Um, nice and regular. Uh, but I, in high school, came across an episode of Intervention, not knowing what it was, and a separate one where basically. This guy, you know, is talking to camera and being like, yeah, I'm an, or no, his mom was like, Jimmy is an alcoholic. I don't know what happened to him. Like, yes, once he did see me get like gang raped, but like, I don't, other than that, like my, and so I remember seeing that and being like, this show's insane. There's always like an act two of the episode. They go into their history and they're like, I don't know why this person's like a bulimic meth addict. And then it's like, they've had the most horrible history. So get ready. But that then for the next, like from 16 to like 26, I was obsessed with like very dark documentaries because I'm a privileged white woman that's Uh, like, let me know real pain. Right. (laughs) And I'm coming out of it. But this episode was one of the early episodes I saw of Intervention that just really got me. So this show is super intense like i've only been able to watch like i'm a little bit nervous (laughs) good i'm glad i'm inflicting this on you the commercials are intense and then like i've tried to watch an episode but i like pick the ones that seemed the tamest tamest like video game addiction (laughs) because like so what's this one about this one it says her addiction is a speed balls coke and heroin oh my god But she also i mean i don't even want to give it away because there's just so many bumps along the road but um yeah these are speedball just... is pr- pretty much as intense as that's what uh yeah, john belushi died oh uh, yeah, yeah, balls, yeah yeah so yeah it's taking because coke is like an upper and heroin's a downer put them together and feel nice and medium i don't know it, they cancel each other out and you just feel okay yeah i <laughs> guess i fine guess fine for the day yeah but i'm i haven't seen this in so long so i might be like grossed out by it now because I've grown as a human. Right. But Mm. this was an important period in my television viewing. So wait, so what made this one in specific, I mean, maybe you don't want to give it away, but it was just like, um, like some episodes they follow two people and usually that's a bad sign that it's like neither of their addictions are that. Yeah. And this like, she just had such a quick downward spiral and there's like a little bit of a twist at a point. And, um, yeah, it just had, I mean, the things that I like about it only make me look like a bad person. Sure, yeah. So I guess I'll dance around that a bit. But um, <laughs> yeah. like watching a train wreck. I like watching a train wreck because the thing is that I 
get stressed out about my life so easily. Like yeah, I could me, have to yeah. pack to go to San Francisco, like not even far away. And I'd be like, I'm going to kill myself. This yeah. is too hard. So to watch people in real pain makes me go like, I can pack. That's great. Cause I've been stressed out the last two days. So maybe this will calm me down. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I'm know that while we're watching this, I'm going to get very squeamish. Cool. Um, have you ever done heroin? I have not done heroin. Okay, neither have I. Okay, cool. Have <laughs> yeah. you ever done coke? No, I've never done coke. I have done coke. Yeah. But like only, it's funny, I've been on some podcasts lately where I'm like, if my mama heard this, right. she would be like, I don't even know my daughter. But coke, I've done it like three times. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. It just made me feel like I had too much Stumptown coffee. Right. Other people I've talked to are like, it makes you feel like a model. And I was like, no, I just like grinded my teeth, ground my teeth or whatever, and was sweaty. But doesn't it, it makes your mind go to like, I mean, it's an upper, but are you like, because it's an upper. It's always, have you watched um, vinyl? No. Like every time he does, he's like, and then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, go, go, go. And um, he just yeah. sounds, seems annoying. And every time I've interacted with people who are on it, they just seem like, annoying right like and talking too much i think i realized that i'm the type of person that likes downery things in term i think i had the misconception that when you take a downer that that means you get sad but no it just like slows you down right. you know alcohol weed whatever um because i'm already like amped yeah. up so i do not need anything making me like sweat yeah, and stress more yeah i think i just get super stressed right and, like yeah i want to rip my skin off yeah um, and maybe that's what Kaylee does. Is that let's maybe that's what you're hiding from me? <laughs> um, so let's we're gonna check out a, a season, um, season three, episode 15. 15. Don't confuse it with the episode 14, 14. which is Coley. <laughs> yeah, this is Kaylee. Kaylee. <laughs> and for some reason, the screen grab is someone playing golf. Um, awesome. So I'm excited to watch this. And I'm actually, when I say excited, I mean I'm really nervous. Great. So let's do it. <laughs> I always mix cocaine and heroin together. If I do cocaine alone, I get very paranoid and my heart beats real fast, really, you know, shaky. If I were to do heroin alone, I'd probably fall asleep. I have a high tolerance to it. I have to do a lot in order to feel anything. My break's not very long because I just come back and do more and more. Just gonna keep going back and back and back for more. And you never know when she's gonna do too much and overdose and die. All right. Uh, that was that was so, like <laughs> laughing so much because I'm so uncomfortable. That was How really that? that was like really brutal. I'm so <laughs> first of all, I hadn't seen that in years. I just remember it sticking in my brain as like one of the most. I've probably seen like a hundred episodes of Intervention, and that is like top three. And I was like, oh, I'll just watch this really and I'll bring this. And now I'm like, one, I guess I used to be a horrible person. <laughs> and it was wor way worse than I remember. I mean, I, I really don't know how you could wa like watch so many episodes of it. Like n not in offense to you, but like it's no, no, you so I deserve it. emotionally taxing. Yeah, like, it was really, really brutal. 
yeah. like, to watch. I will. I think I kind of don't mind a good cry. Right. I mean, I was tearing up for sure. I mean, like. Yeah. And uh, I would have been crying if I hadn't seen this before. Um, but my heart was like hardened and ready to right. endure some shit. But um, yeah, I think just the like, there was a time when it was cathartic for me to be like, oh my God. And just, you know, it's like when people want near death experiences right. so that they can be like, I'm so blessed in my life and blah, right. blah, blah, which I think is totally what it is for me. But it's also like, girl, what's your, pr-? it's like emotional porn. Yeah, it really is. Like, I mean, and it's sort of a weird, strange, sh- like, I can't imagine they did like 13 seasons of this show. Like, I think it might still be on. Like, as producers, at a certain uh. point, it's it seems like wrong. Like, like it, there's so, definitely something that's like um, educational about it for sure. Yeah. But at a certain point, like it's like this is exploitative. This is, and- uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, as I mentioned, um, I met a guy who had been a PA on it, and he said that like after a couple seasons, people knew there was no fooling them that like this wasn't that show intervention and they would seek out the show so that they could get free rehab so that makes me go like which is pretty savvy yeah you know addicts i think are probably savvy people yes well so oh my god (laughs) so sorry i don't even know you that well and you must be like that bitch (laughs) no it's i mean i know plenty of people watch the show but now i i know for sure why I never could like watch like even the video game addiction episode that I watched <laughs> was intense. But yeah. this was like in so this girl's name is Kaylee. She was like eighteen or nineteen, something like that. I think at the time of this she was twenty one, but her addiction like got underway when she was like seventeen, eighteen. And she lived at her dad's house. Her parents were separated. Her I mean, every element of the story is so insane sad I, and yeah. brutal. Like really brutal her mom gave basically passed down her eating disorder yes um because and the mom was dealing with she had been molested when she was nine i mean i think the reason that this one was etched in my brain is because so between footage they'll have these like black title cards come up right. and you know every line of text that comes up is going to be like and then there was a kidnapping and rape or something yeah, that's just it gets worse so... every every line that's written it gets worse yeah and this one there are a lot of lines written so bad yeah so basically it's like they always start out with like oh you know it, we live this idyllic life blah 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 and then after the first commercial break they get into the history and it's like of course you're almost like you people are very strong for not having just like totally called it quits in yeah. life. She she uh, was uh, a, a violinist. violinist who was came in third place in the state championship of for her age group, which, which seems like amazing. Yeah, which I don't even know there were violin championships like that. Yeah, they said um, she started playing violin at eleven, and I'm like, I mean, sorry, three, and I'm like, what does that mean? She held a violin. I think my wife Meryl um, started played when she was like there's video of her playing and the violin's bigger than her it doesn't make sense she could do like hot cross buns but it seems like she turned out a lot better than kaylee um no meryl's addicted to crack oh man um i should be joking about that (laughs) i'm really well her skin is much better than kaylee yes kaylee's so i like it's hard to like i don't know what really like it's hard to sort of even talk about this because it's so brutal and but I know. But should we just cancel the episode? Let's because... just end it. Right here. <laughs> but she, um, she, 
was playing violin and then she realized she wasn't like one of the cool kids. So she started like drinking on the weekends. And yeah. And there was also earlier stuff of her mom putting intense pressure on her. Oh, yeah. She was getting a little quote unquote chubby. And uh, right. And her mom was just really controlling about controlling like, about what she ate, controlling about the violin. Right. And so this sort of pushed her off and uh she got into like the popular crowd and things like that and then drinking wasn't enough so she started doing drugs meanwhile like her mom is i don't know going off the deep end in her own way and then her dad is like the biggest enabler oh uh, well her yeah, her mom is supposedly like a gourmet chef and she weighs at one point in that 89 pounds 89 pounds which is not even like that sounds wrong you know what yeah. i mean that's like a big dog yeah uh, that's not a human being should not weigh yeah uh, and um, but the dad is basically Kaylee has a one hundred and fifty dollar a day addiction addiction, which is the heroin and cocaine combined. Yeah. And the dad gives, gives her it. the money for it. And she had like stolen from her grandparents, friends and things like that. Like, you know, she we're stole talking- from her mom's uh, business. Yeah. Forty thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm a twenty nine year old woman and I've never seen $40,000. It's you know? unbelievable. I mean, it's, and then we were saying like for her dad to, they live in Salt Lake city. Is yeah. That, um, they must have some money. Like the, yeah, like for, I couldn't do the math, but $150 a day. It's 4,500 a month, which is like, yeah, that's, that's certainly not, that's serious money. Yeah. My rent is 1125 a month. That's great. You know? Yeah. It's pretty good. But, uh, like, yeah, so to have basically four times that when she you're a 21 year old apartments. drug addict, yeah, Kaylee, move to LA. We can find you a place. You have roommates? I have a roommate. So we, it's, it's 20, what, uh, 21 50 That's a month, great. and I have the better room. So, nice. Oh, yeah, I, so I, I hope your roommate's bedroom. not listening. Tali, deal with it. Deal she with knows it, Tali. <laughs> um, um yeah, but she so she has this older boyfriend, and oh, the that, first that. time there was text about the boyfriend, I thought it was I remembered that he was an older man, but it like didn't come up yet. So they kept like for the first half of the episode being like her boyfriend, her boyfriend, which me as a single woman, I'm like a drug addict can get a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend, but um, her boyfriend was this 51 year old winner named Max. Yeah, what 50 year old? I guess they're. But the, it 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 came out that it's basically prostitution. prostitution. I yeah. mean that basically she, he would buy he her would stuff her in exchange for and, and image like yeah her sending like nudes and having sex with him i mean every single revelation like every, every added st- piece you of think it can't get worse was just like so sad Crushing. so brutal I I like have a knot in my stomach just thinking about it. I ruined your day. I my day was already <laughs> shit. And then, oh no. no, no <laughs> it wasn't bad, but now I feel like saddened. And uh, she I don't know where I wonder where she is now. I know. And the, yeah, that I had forgotten that. So normally the episodes are like so bad, but then they do agree to go to intervention go uh, to rehab and they um, you get some update that's like two months later, they're fine. They've like gained weight and they haven't done drugs. And you're like, okay, it's all fine. But in this one, they're like, while she was in rehab, she relapsed three times. I don't know Which how, how she got the she's drugs, a genius. Yeah. And then when she went 
got back home, she relapsed. And they've said she's sober since 2008, but this probably came out in 2009, so you don't know. But I did do some follow-up at a point, and, like, they had updates on her, and she was okay. Um, But, yeah, I just... I think that, like, shows like this will make me really cry. And then sometimes after I cry, I feel like I'm really well-rested, like I really worked out. (laughs) (laughs) I know this is so... I'm glad I'm out of this phase. I still hear in there, like, we'll watch dark stuff. But I think it's just... I was watching all this when I was, like, 22. Right. Had nothing going on except, like, wanting to be on a Herald team. Right. And... Your life is just so small and you've done nothing at that age that just like taking an hour to be like the real world just put was like almost meditative for me, which well, tells it's you much I'm better an than a getting addicted to to a drug. Sure. I mean, at least there's that. I'm sure somebody did a sketch at some point that was uh, intervention about watching too much intervention that had to have existed. Otherwise, that's what's going to make Craig and Allison pop off. We're going to have that viral hit viral hit 10 years after the, <laughs> yeah. the apex of this show's popularity. Yeah. Um, the show, I mean, I, the, the, God is so brutal though. <laughs> I think the hardest, the, the weirdest relationship to me was the father daughter relationship because yeah. he, she sort of held the cards because she'd always be like, if he didn't give her money, um, he, she would be like, okay, then I'm going to live with Max. Who's right. The, the creepy boyfriend, old, which, if you're a dad who's probably about the same age as your daughter's boyfriend, that is like the most disgusting thing to you, probably. Yeah, like, just like that's just like getting like, stabbed in the heart. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he, they had a conversation about like, so what do you do with this guy? And you know, he knew that like he was, she was doing like sexual favors or whatever. Ugh. And um, and the thing is like, you feel like oh, he's in this rock and between a rock and a hard place but they clearly had some money that the fact that like Kaylee was able to steal stuff and they would pay back her debts means that they had the many thousands of dollars to send her to a rehab and also I mean if he has a job with um, insurance she's under 25 years old she's under his insurance umbrella you know it's could be covered so so he should have just sent or as you were saying like send her to jail yeah jail would be better um because he literally would um give her 150 dollars and then sit in the living room as as her drug dealer rolled up up, and he would know he'd be like so you're gonna go out and buy the drugs and she would do it yeah god so world that we live in it's so brutal and then also like I mean, I'm so squeamish. I'm so squeamish. Every- I don't have that. I'm pretty good with... I mean, if it was like if we were watching surgery, I'd be like, oh, gross. But like emotionally, I'm not squeamish. Except I did choke your lovely pillow the whole Thank way you. through. <laughs> Thank you. It is lovely. Um, she Every time she did drugs, which... and she Yeah, you well, groaned. Because... Um, <laughs> The way that, I mean, this would have been even worse. The way that, because uh, I had heard of Speedballs because of uh, John Belushi, which I think he would inject it. I could be wrong. But uh, she would smoke it. So she'd mix up the drugs and put it on tinfoil and light. And also, tinfo- she is a tiny little oh. woman. And you think John Belushi, like, big man. And she's doing the same drugs as him. Oh. Like, ugh. 
But I got to say, when she was on the drugs, she seemed pretty even keeled. Yeah, I'm sure at that rate, it just becomes about like, if I'm not on drugs, I will like die or whatever. Right, so you it's just, just being with be... complete withdrawal. Right. Um, and then there was, of course, I, I like it was so brutal that I sort of forgot that there was even going to be an intervention. Right. I just was like, oh, this is just going to be. 45 minutes <laughs> of like terrorism. the downfall of a family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the intervention happened and um, it went pretty well. It did go well. There was this pre-conversation where the interventionist Jeff Van Vonderen and there's a couple of recurring interventionists. There's how, him. how does he uh, rate? I like him. I would say my favorite is Candy Finnegan. Okay. She just like looks like Liza Minnelli and is like, I don't take shit. I've been through it all. And you're just like, what is your life been that you get to be like how does someone come up with a show called intervention and like start to cast the where do you find an interventionist right you know you just really must have lived so i think it's all about the fact that i feel like i haven't lived right so i'm fascinated by these people who have um but, but now you were saying that you, now you looked at it differently than you were. I mean, you I'm just not, have more so, years yeah your there belt. was definitely a point where i'd watched enough episodes where i was like um, I can't keep watching this. To be honest, half of it was I was like, they're all the same story, right, which exactly. is so lame. I was like, let's jump <laughs> to shark. They're all into- just addicted. Oh god! <laughs> Come on. Um, but uh, you there's this one episode um that if you watch the show, I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, the woman's name is Allison. Um, and she is addicted to computer duster. duster. I remember that was like a big uh, Yes, because thing. all the other addicts for the most part either don't really seem high when they're on their drugs or it's a very sedated version of being high. Whereas this woman would huff, you know, these aerosol cans and be like, I'm walking on sunshine, like just like bad improv high. Um, <laughs> and that's the only kind of funny episode, except of course she had a horrible history too, but I think she ended up okay. Funny on a sliding scale. Which- <laughs> <laughs> right. But really, like, her high was so cartoonish. Like, she literally at one point goes, I'm walking on sunshine. And then at another point, she's, like, talking about her shitty history where she had been abused or something and her mom hadn't believed her. And she'd be like, my mom doesn't love me. And you're like, come on. <laughs> oh, my. You're better at being high, which is horrible. Shit, hold your shit in, girl. But, yeah, this is, I mean, I've also watched a bunch of very dark documentary movies and like you know in the last year it feels like with the jinx and making a murderer yeah, I watched those. those are it's like cool to be into this shit but i'm like i've been in this since day i mean one. i listen i've been reading about serial killers since high school you know i'm yeah. not i'm not a uh a novice here right 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 there's something about this is a different brand of it, it's so visceral it's mm-hmm. like even i could watch Hoarders. Um, yeah, uh-huh. and now I can, now I think I don't I don't I wouldn't be able to. But when right. Hoarders first came on the scene, yeah. um, like I was able to watch that because there's something almost like more novel about it, or you know, like there's yeah, and um, it's not immediately damaging your body or you know like right it's just like yeah i don't know why i didn't get into hoarders as much one because i felt like a lot of the episodes were like at least this it'll cover eating disorders it'll cover uh, drug addiction yeah. it covers um which th- both were covered in yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes you get a real twofer but like video game addiction sex addiction like just addiction in general um and then a lot of the hoarder stuff i don't know why like you know, people having 
piles of cat poop grossed me out more than watching someone snort a speedball right. or something. I just think it hits people in different ways. There was an episode of Hoarders where a woman would um, use a medical potty and then just fling the the or toilet paper behind her. Oh my God. I feel like I saw one episode where a woman's husband had died in a car accident and she like had the clothes that he died in the car accident in and would like put them on. Uh, like, that's so sad. Life is just too much. But I, And also with that one, like I could almost, you know, like I guess I collect cl- some clutter and stuff and like, right. uh, and I, there's something like, calming about like i'm not there yet you know or like i I always tell myself if i have like one or two traumatic life events i could definitely go in the direction of being a hoarder it's possible yeah i mean um it's doable it's something to reach for (laughs) yeah let's strive for it my upstairs neighbor um in the last apartment i lived in in brooklyn i think they were hoarders and that was um that we sort of found that out after like their toilet overflowed above us and the guy came to fix it and he said like he couldn't get to their bathroom oh my god papers and stuff and it was i mean like, i know that right now i'm i have a decent amount of unstructured time on my hands where i'm supposed hey. to just like every other la person right right and i live near a target and i go to target way more than anyone needs to because i'm like today i bought a coaster now i have coasters like there's something <laughs> about you know, my, I've only been in my apartment since December. Like, filling up your space, like, feels calming. I don't know. Man, I just feel like I'm realizing, what if in two years from now I have some addiction or something? You'll be like, I saw it coming. We saw, we saw it coming, and I'm going to exploit it by playing this, by putting this episode up again. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Wait, how often do you go to Target? I probably go once a week, okay. which is not insane. But do you do like food shopping there too or? No, I go to Ralph's. Okay. But it's like, I'm always like, like your apartment seems very finished to me. You know, it's like you've got some decor, you've got like a, a you know, a rug. I don't have a rug and I just want my apartment to be finished. Right. But it's like, that's so different person to person. Sure. So like buy a little tchotchke or something that's like, who needed this? Right. You didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm terrible. I, I mean, I can't, I hate going shopping. Like I going to home Depot. I, I feel totally like panic attack, you know, yeah. like, claustrophobic yeah. or I, I can't do that. Like going to Target is like I need, I need a pep talk and I need to be like when I go in I'm like we're going in let's just find the thing we're going for. Like okay. I can't go down the, like that is I my, can wander the aisles. Ugh, that's like I don't like good. clothes shopping but home goods I can I like it. I could like I don't know maybe handle a bookstore for a little bit. Wow. That's, no, that's good though. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, that and this feels related, but I don't know why. I always I'm a very gullible person. Oh and I'm not. I oh you're not. Mm-mm. Okay. See, we're a good yin and yang. <laughs> um I'm gullible and I want to believe in like order and higher powers. Like I come from a very Catholic family and I always think that if there weren't as many documentaries and books on Scientology, I would have eaten that shit up. Right. I know that about myself. If someone's like, we found the secrets, I'd be like, yeah, I, you know, so I just think, I don't know, it's all touching on like, I am rife for mental abuse. (laughs) It's hard because I feel like especially in LA, like there are a lot of, um, everybody has a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. 
Um, the biz is a hard soul crushing. Soul crushing. <laughs> so everybody has their own thing like yeah. that they do, and everybody sort of wants to pedal it. Also, like, oh yes, like this, like for instance, um, I uh, I had a massage. Okay, and um, afterwards, the woman for like ten minutes was talking to me about something called like the F- Feldenkrais. Um, Thing, like, okay. Is that a part of your technique body? Technique or something okay. that I can go on Thursday nights. They have this thing. Feldenkrais massages? Or yeah. Something? Or like it's about how to move your body. And she said there are like 50 books about it. And I'm like, I, it, then, and then like another friend was talking to me about like, um, he has like a business coach or so, something sure. like that. And like, something and i'm like i part of me is finds it all a little bit interesting but at the same time because there's so many things i'm like i can't do any of it you know right or it's like some of this has to be bullshit so how do i know that the thing that i'm not doing is the bullshit thing and probably most of it's bullshit well everything is probably part bullshit but it's what you take out of it right i mean it's like or like if we take like you know a classic example is like people who subscribe to stuff like the secret or whatever, like positive thinking. Like I think it's easy to write that stuff off, but also most people are going to agree. If you are thinking to yourself, like I look like shit or like I suck, it's going to come out. Oh yeah, sure. So if that is the entry point to shit, like the secret where it's like your thoughts manifest, then where do you draw the line to like, I made cancer in my body, you know? (laughs) And so it's all a fucking scale and it's like, I guess I believe some of it. So maybe like magic's real, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah. Maybe, um, uh, insane clown posse was right. That magic is miracles. (laughs) Magic is miracles. Miracles are magic. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's sort of weird. Like I listened to this podcast about, um, sort of a brutal, really brutal. Have you, uh, the mental illness happy hour? podcast? Yes. That one is like, I came into that like in the last year and that one's too much for me. And I'm like, I've grown. There's a lot of stuff that's really interesting, but there's this one woman who um, I, I think her name's like Andrea Abbott or Angela Abbott or something. And oh. she had a brutal, brutal childhood. And then she was talking about how she was a Scientologist. And, I heard that one. And, yeah. and he was like, I'm um, the host. Paul Gilmartin is a very good interviewer. I'm actually really impressed by him. And he sort of kept pushing, not pushing, but like asking about needling you know, about the Scientology. Yeah. Stuff. Just like, what do you think about like the abuses in the church of Scientology? Yeah. And she, and she was like, it worked for me. I used to be a drug addict and now I'm right. not. And, and you're like, like I guess I can't hate you on can't it. Can't argue with her experience, like with her experience. I know that it's not. There's a lot of abuses going on, right? But like then, on a, a certain level, for some people, they're like, I, I don't know. Yeah, about that. it's like if you consider like a religion to be like a person. There's aspects of it that are great and aspects that are shitty. And if she managed to, because like I come from a Catholic family, I like don't really haven't really figured out for myself what my relation to that is anymore. But I will say there's definitely positive things that I took from it. So I just like get my, it gets my hackles up a little bit when people shit on religion because I'm like, yes, there's so much bad stuff, but there's also as much good stuff. Sure. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You gotta take, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both in there. You have the facts of life. Exactly. The facts of life. And maybe we should have just watched an episode of The Facts of Life. Oh my God, that would have been so much less brutal. This also, like, just her, like, 
No, I, like she like was like picking at her knees at one point and like picking at her whole being. And so so heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, and you know what the other thing like that sort of annoyed me was like they were both like her mom and her had like bulimia and anorexia, yeah. and the dad was like fat, and I was like, I know like, that know, right there makes me just go like women are better than men, <laughs> like that he's like my family, and he's being so useless, and they're just trying to hold themselves up to like the highest standards of perfection and killing themselves over it. She did five thousand leg lifts a day, the mom, and you're like. I truly have never counted to the number 5,000. How does that happen that you can accomplish? She worked out six hours, hours a, a day. I go to yoga three times a week and I'm like. That's really good. I am a superhero for that's that. That's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I was going once a week and then I I like fell off. What do you, which, what type of yoga? I cannot do hot yoga because I'm a fainter. Uh, yeah, that's bad. And I I hate saunas. Do you like saunas? Um, for like five minutes, I can't do more than. That. I, it's like someone's putting me in like a carpet or something. Ugh. You know, like yeah, it's like other. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, just feet. suffocating. But um, no, I started. I just belonged to 24 Hour Fitness, and I've always had a contentious relationship with like fitness and dieting and things like that. But I was like, I. Because when I came back to LA, I had some time on my hands. I was like, it's good to move your body. So I started with yoga because it felt like I was doing something for myself physically, but that wasn't about like losing weight or getting fit. And then I did come to like it a lot. And now I dabble in like, I'll take like Pilates or this class called like body pump. But I just feel like because I have some bad associations with exercise, just like yoga seemed the least in your face right. about like we're trying to get hotter <laughs> you know um so yeah I just do it in my 24-hour fitness and um I told myself if I do it for a year then I'll like join a yoga studio or a you know exercise studio but those 24-hour fitness is like 40 bucks a month right whereas any specific studio is at least 150 bucks a month well the studio that I've the studio I don't know if it's <laughs> called studio but each class is like 17 bucks so if you go to like a bunch a week. Yeah, you're, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. You're, you've got um, Kaylee's heroin coke <laughs> habit. Exactly. We should just turn our bodies over to whoever made them and go, I give up. Please. If somebody could just like in the middle <laughs> while I'm sleeping, just sedate me and work out my muscles. I think about that all the time. Or I think about, did you see the music video for Justin Bieber's Sorry that came out like six months ago? Um, it's is amazing. He not, he's, he's not, not in it and sees dancers. Right. I would think to myself... If some robot took over my body, could it even move me in those ways? Or is it like, no, my body's not even. I think <laughs> you're mu- like, you might be able to move, but then the next day you'd just be like paralyzed. Totally paralyzed. Like you wouldn't be able to move yeah, like, anything. Yeah, like, does my body even have it in it, even when it's not up to my body? Because like, sometimes, like, you know, like it, you'll do a show or like, um, you know, or every you're with friends and you're doing an exercisey type thing or something, and you like, oh, I wouldn't normally do this, and your body does something interesting that you. Know, <laughs> the, the next day, you're like, oh fuck, I can't. That's why I don't. Do I that. can't move my legs. Yes, that's what would happen. But um, Justin Bieber can't even do it, so he yeah. he wasn't even in the music yeah. video. Yeah, um, I'd love to see an intervention for Justin Bieber because I think he, he's better though now, right? Didn't I mean, he I come think out he's of just his like shittiest he's phase. Just, he's just not around. He released like three or four good songs this year, and I'm not even like a particular fan of his. But sorry was great. Sorry, right? Um, that song that 
was like with Diplo and Skrillex where it was like oh. yes <laughs> that song's great there's this amazing New York Times video where the three of them are talking about it and oh, they're and it all it shows like how they make yes, this yes and they're idiots in different ways like the first thing Justin Bieber says is he's like what I like about this song is like all the sounds are like really expensive it's like expensive sounds and you're like what does that mean <laughs> and then Skrillex is just there on his like tricked out MacBook just like banging away at it being like yeah. And then, yeah, Diplo is just a useless. Who's I don't know what's his. He's, he's a like DJ a producer that looks kind of like Macklemore that mm. like is around. I right. don't think he does any of his own shit. I don't know. I don't. If you don't know, I don't know. Um, if you had to come up with um, a drinking game for intervention, um, drink either, when they drink. <laughs> drink when they yeah. When obviously, they do drink their when thing. they do their vice. Yeah. Um, I'd say for this episode. Um, anytime the dad is like, it breaks my heart. I know he kept saying that and then being like, here's hundreds of dollars for your addiction. He was sort of like, also sort of, uh, sounded like Dr. Phil. Uh huh. He was sort of a Dr. Phil like. Yes. I would also say like drink when there's another new horrifying twist. Drink when you feel your body start collapsing. Yeah. That was why this was like a next level episode because the, secrets are just sometimes I would watch episodes of intervention and someone would have some they'd be an alcoholic or just addicted to one drug and they'd go into their backstory and you'd be like your backstory was not that bad you don't like deserve to be this fucked up but she a hundred percent did um and then I can't remember the other thing I was gonna say so there you go that's totally fine in my book cool um I think I can't think about intervention anymore because it's, okay. gonna, it's sort of breaking my heart. I do wonder if I've set our friendship off on the completely wrong foot. Because- no, it's great. I mean, <laughs> this is definitely by far the hardest episode to ever I've ever had to watch. I do this. feel like the, special then. <laughs> the runner up was um, an episode of I forget what the name of the show was. It was with, uh, with it, it was a crime show and it ended up being um Somebody in the Aurora shooting. Um, oh, I'm not familiar. In the movie theater, in the, movie theater during oh. ba- the Batman. Oh, uh, that's horrible. And it was who brought you that? Um, Emily Axford. Okay. And she kept it a secret what we were watching. It was like, it's like a true crime show, and it's like people on a first date at a movie theater. Oh and my god. And then you're like, holy fucking shit. That's bad. Yeah, that was that was really. But bad. this is just making me feel like you're just a sweet, sensitive soul. You know that like wants. To see goodness for people. I'd love to, but I don't really want to do anything to help. Make <laughs> I'm also just really lazy. I should do some community outreach. No, no. I thought about, this is such a shitty reflection on me, volunteering so that I could find a new way to meet dudes. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? I feel like I feel listeners- like you're not the first person person to ever but i think that normally like, it's a broy vince vaughn type that's it, I, like i was gonna say i'm gonna go meet a candy striper <laughs> it sounds like the plot to a movie yes yeah i think your listeners are gonna be like Alison rich sucks as a human no but i'm out about it <laughs> this is my coming out story i'm Being- <laughs> coming out i'm a really bad person um well i thank you so much for coming by and watching intervention is there anything you want to plug or um say this is your, your, your mic. You can say whatever you want to the whole world is listening. Um, I guess I just want to plug the idea that we're all one. Okay. And we should 
show compassion the way that Craig did for Kaylee, you know? And um, hugs, not drugs. Hugs, not drugs. But don't get addicted to hugs because you can get addicted to anything, it seems. Just keep to yourself. (laughs) Okay, uh, just go find a hole and go But also don't close yourself off too much that you go crazy. Exactly. So just, you know what it is? Find the perfect balance. Just find the perfect balance. Why can't you? Why not? (laughs) Um, Easy as that. Well, thanks so much for coming by. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Allison Rich again for um, bringing definitely the most horrific uh, episode of television that has been watched for this podcast. I, if you're squeamish like me, I highly recommend you don't watch that episode, season three um, of Intervention with Kaylee. Um, a new thing, uh, I still want you to rate and review on iTunes, so if you give uh, five stars and use the word adios anywhere in your uh, your review, use the word adios or use the word duty, I guess, um, I'll say your name at the end of the podcast. I'm stealing this idea from other podcasts, this isn't a new idea, but it's a way to get you involved, a way to get the ratings up. And um, so five stars and use the word adios or duty. And I'll say your name. Say your name. When no one is around, you say, baby, I love you. Ain't no crying shame. Say my name. Say my name. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, And, uh, you know, spread the word. Have a great uh, mañana early today. I can't remember what the end of this thing is. Adios, amigos. That was a HeadGum Podcast.